I get up. I'm just trying to catch my breath and immediately another wave comes on top of me. Yeah, that's kind of how it goes. You're just there. Immediately you're off the beach and now you're back here? Isn't that wild? I mean, look at it. We're out here. I'm here. You're here. Surfing there. <laughs> Cowabunga dudes, welcome back to an all new episode of Full Circus, man. My name is Tristan Sartoris and I'm so stoked to be here with you guys again today, dude. Guys, welcome back, or or me welcome back. Um, It's been a while, okay? Like I said, time travel gets a little bit tricky. I did the double episode podcast in the back and it's it's definitely interesting, right? They don't tell you when you do a double feature that you roll into the thing going, I'm hot, I'm hot, I'm hot, I'm ready. I'm all warmed up doing another episode. I'm feeling good. And then you take two weeks off, you get back and you're like, brr, I'm cold, I'm cold, I'm cold. So a little bit out of a rhythm, okay? But I'm excited to be back here regardless. It's, it's part of my routine. It's part of my fun. It's part of my freaking creative outlet, right? Creative juices are flowing. So I'm like, hey, do we have any orange juice? I'm like, sorry, all we got is creative, okay? Um, so I need that. I need that freaking let go, that release of that. So really thrilled to be back here with you guys. I'm happy. And we got tons of notes. We got tons of notes because I was on vacation, right? Took a trip to the beach as illustrated and emphasized by the attire, okay? I'm rocking a resort shirt, a little Hawaiian shirt. And, you know, it was probably about like a $9 shirt, but you know I make it look like 10 <laughs> okay? Um, it's comfortable. It's very thin. I'm not wearing anything under it, so... I'm sorry if the lights are like shining through it. I hope you can't see my nipples, but if you can, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> but anyways, yeah, I'm uh, I'm thrilled to be back here with you guys. And I'm just going to try and take you through basically the whole journey because there's a lot of things that happen. Some good, some bad, some in between. And, uh, and we're just going to have ourselves a time. I'm a little bit nervous about the setup because, like I said, haven't done it in a minute. Um... And I just want to make sure that's all okay. So if I look around, I'm checking things. Um, I'm not looking for ghosts, even though it is the fall season. But we're going to pretend for just a second, for the next freaking 20, 30 minutes or whatever, that it's summer, man. It's summer, dude. I'm um, also rocking the shades because the lights are blinding, and I've been used to wearing them for the past week. So I'll use this just for a little bit until I get comfortable enough to take them off, which is right now, um, which is very Ace Ventura-esque. I just got the hell right of that. Um, but anyways, guys. Yeah, I think that's everything I, I had to open with. I just said, hey, check out the shirt. Check out the lights. Welcome back. Guys, let me tell you a grand story of beach fun and vacation, dude. So it was last Saturday, right? No, we got back. Oh, whatever. Okay, Saturday for me, whenever. We're at the beach. Doesn't matter. Timeline, forget it. Saturday, a day, I was leaving to go up to the beach. Um, long, very long road trip, and it's always very hectic, right, when you begin to leave and you're getting somewhere, like, we gotta go, we gotta go, and tensions are high, which is crazy because you're leading to something so exciting, and it's always like that, whether it's the, the movies or the beach or, you know, a fun football game, it's like when people are so panicked because they're so excited for something, it somehow gets released and tension, like, you, you, you know, um, so tensions were flying high because there was a lot of things to do, and in the heat of the moment, dude, I'm trying to pack all my stuff and told him, here, dad, take this, you know, take that. And um, we're trying to pack as many things as we can. We forgot some stuff. I need to get some sandals, obviously. Um, but I couldn't find them in time because we were rushing so hard. So I actually didn't even pack my freaking sandals, which are how necessary are they at the beach? Very. Um, and I'll talk about that later. It'll come in into handy important details um a little bit of foreshadowing for you actually i told you that's going to come back so that's that's like five shadowing okay it's important it'll return um but yeah and nothing much really happened on the drive down my mom actually flew down for most of the way 
And uh, it was just us. It was just us boys in the car in the minivan, packed in tight spaces, heat, um, very warm. And so, yeah, we uh, it was it was very pleasant drive. You know, there weren't many hiccups. We did get to the we. <laughs> I documented for most of the the restrooms that I saw. So maybe I'll throw those up for you real quick, because um, I just I clicked a photo on the first one. I don't know why. It was an impulse. My brain was like, hey. Take a photo of this bathroom and in your mind rate it. And I was like, okay, seven out of ten. I'm like, oh well, now I gotta keep doing it for the whole trip. I started it, can't not finish. But anyways, um, so you know the potty breaks were great, <laughs> and we get to one of these these uh, establishments, the convenience store, a gas station, and I uh, I'm just trying to get some snacks. You know, we've been driving for about four hours or so, and. I'm looking through the stuff. You know, I've had Cheetos before. I've had Takis, Gatorade, little Power Bar, Crunch, candy, whatever. And I see these freaking bags of candy and this, like, super sour candy. It's made with, like, the toxic waste kind of candies. But they're I've slum, gummy, ball, sour. I don't know. It had some, like, crazy sort of dumb name. And, uh, and I picked it up. I was like, this is interesting because I like sour candy. I'm like, this has got to be somewhat, uh, you know, cool, whatever. It's like five bucks. Like, it's a bit expensive for sour candy, but I'm interested, right? The stupid, crazy name, and the, it says the sourest thing on earth. I'm like, okay, where have I heard that before? Every sour candy ever. But anyways, I pick it up, and immediately it's like the lights start flickering. I'm like, what the frick? And I look over, and the guy's like, you don't want to do that, man. I'm like, what? <laughs> do what? I'm not going to steal. He's like, no, the candy. Have you ever had anything like this before? I'm like, uh... I mean, I like I like sour candy, whatever. And this is the guy who's working the freaking counter. He's big, burly guy. He's got like a vest on, biker jacket, headband. I'm like, this is a tough guy, okay? And he's giving me a warning. I'm like, no, I I like sour candy. He's like, let me just tell you this right now. When I had those, it was the sourest freaking thing I had ever eaten, and I couldn't eat for two weeks straight. I'm like, what? What are you? A sour? Oh my gosh! <laughs> and I'm just trying to play it off because I'm just trying to buy it because now I'm invested, right? I I take it up to the counter immediately. I'm like, well, I gotta try it now because you told me. He's like, you're just gonna skip my warning, huh? That's how he, he didn't say that exactly, but he was looking. He's like, you're just, okay. And I'm like, well, this will be fun. And he's like, <laughs> no, it won't. Okay, it is gonna be hell on earth for you, boy. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, I like sour candy, so you know, yeah, well, I guess I'm in for a treat. And he's like. Not a treat. I'm like, okay, I get it. So everything I say, he keeps cutting me off and saying, no, 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 no. Danger. I'm like, okay, I get it. All right, I'm just going to buy these overpriced sour little gummy balls right now, and we're going to see what happens. I will choose it, okay? I'm, I'm really excited now, honestly. I'm not annoyed with him at all. I'm like, oh, the more things he says, I'm building up excitement. So I start smiling wider. And he's like, what is this sick freak in front of me? I'm like, I, you've, it's a challenge now. You've given me intrigue. So I grab these things and I run out to the van with everybody. Everyone's outside. I'm like, guys, guys, guys. They're like, what is this freaking slummy gummy woman, whatever the name was. And uh, I was like, dude. And I, I break down the whole story. I'm like, this guy, he's like, no, no, no. And he's like, he must have been like a freaking wizard. You shall not pass. I'm like, I have to try these right now. So we all gather around in a circle. I'm passing them out. I'm like, we might die, okay? This is going to be the craziest little sour trip we've ever had, okay? So everybody, three, two, one, boom. I'm looking around, right? We're all looking back, scared, a little nervous, right? Beats of sweat. What's going to happen? What is what is with these these sour candies? Are we going to die? This big freaking tough biker guy was brought to his knees by these things. They were charged a hefty fee. So they got to be good. 
They don't taste like anything, dude. It's like a sour gummy worm. So we're sitting there waiting, waiting, waiting in disappointment. I watch rises and washes over everybody's face like, um, you lied to us. Like, no, no, he said that. He said, I swear. I swear he did the things. You shot You told No, no, no. I'm like, hey, I, 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 the back of the package, everything, the light, you know. Um, so I was super upset because it built up. I was so excited, dude. This guy just built up this crazy little fantasy story in my head. I'm like, oh, this is going to be the greatest thing ever. One of us is going to drop. We're going to have a story. It's going to get exciting. Paramedics. I have no idea. It's going to unlock another shock or another level in my brain. Um, and it didn't do anything like that. It was just like a little tiny sour sweet tart. It was basically how sour it got. I was like, I mean, I can tell it's not like sweet. It's got a little sourness in it, but it's not sour. Um, so that was super disappointment. This freaking sour candy warlock. He's the guardian of the, the sour candies. He, he just, he, I don't know. I don't know. He must be very sensitive to it. And I didn't really have the, uh, you know, the guts to go back and say, Hey, you don't know what you're talking about. I want my $5 back because they were pretty tasty. They were tasty. They were sweet, but they were not sour. Um, so that was what happened with the, uh, the old sour candy man. Um, and then driving down, you know, I usually get sick in the car. At least people say that. I haven't really done it just straightforward since I was a, a young buck. That's not true. I get sick every single time, but it's it's only basically when my dad drives because he my dad drives freaking hardcore, right? Very safe, okay, to him. He never crashes or anything, but he's just, it's the most efficient and fastest and quickest driving you could ever imagine. <laughs> Um, everything's trying to burn a single second. Um, and it's, it's tricky because it's like on a roller coaster, right? You, you got to see the turn so you don't get whiplash, right? I don't know where my dad's going. Okay. Every single, you know, it's, I'm all over the place and he's like, um, so it's very tricky and I get sick. So immediately we're literally in the driveway, right? We're sitting there. I'm putting the shades on. I'm like, oh, man, here we go. Beach trip 2022. I'm looking at my brothers. Here we go. Okay. But I put my phone down. We sit up and I just kind of just locked arms like only 12, 13 more hours of this. Um, <laughs> but anyways, I only bring that up. Not the dog, my dad. Except I do mean the dog, and mostly because they start dogging me hard, right? We go through this thing. I'm feeling sick. Everyone's driving feeling sick because I don't like the way they drive. I don't say anything, and I take over the wheel. I begin driving. I was going, oh, my God, do you drive on this? I was like, guys, okay, one, I got sick on a straightaway, flat, plain, ground, when everyone else drives, okay? You just, somehow it gets messed up. I don't know how you mess up flat, but you do. So then I drive, I'm in the mountains, and now I'm trying to make it as smooth as possible. And they're also on their phones and in the backseat. And I'm trying to make it like, oh, you're not doing this right. You're not doing this. Like, guys, <laughs> like my brother's sitting next to me with rubber bands. I don't know why. Okay. I would ask him, but I don't feel like it in the whole story. So he has a freaking tub of rubber bands. And then he's like, oh, I feel sick. I was like, because you're doing arts and crafts right next to me while I'm traveling through the Virginia mountains. My dad's in the backseat reading articles. Um, and you know what? They still, they still feel the need to complain. How are you going to complain? I get so sick when they drive on flat ground and I'm somehow making it work. And also they're not sick enough to stop doing what they're doing. Okay, so your boy's good. So they kept saying stuff. I was like, hey, 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 
I'm driving smooth, okay? You guys are doing freaking arts and crafts, you're reading articles, you're doing all stuff, and you're able to keep doing it. Why? Because I'm good. I drive like a Tempur-Pedic, okay? You know what that means? It means you could freaking set a bowling ball and a glass of wine and nothing would spill, okay? It's like a freaking a memory foam mattress. I'm smooth and I'm rocking and riding. Um, and that's how I diffuse the situation when I get annoyed. I start busting out jokes. But it was also the truth, dude. They're chirping, they're chirping at me. I'm like, hey, hey, I'm smooth. Um, but I tried my best, and you know what? I think people just get sick in the mountains no matter what. But anyways, um, that was what was going on during the road. I was like, guys, guys, I'm good at this, okay? We might not be making perfect time when I drive. We might not be doing the fastest. But I'm going smooth, okay? You don't just do you don't just do rubber band crafts. You don't make a freaking shoulder sling and catch cradles and rubber band balls and you know check out the the latest and greatest Fox News on your phone or whatever unless it's the smoothest chauffeur in town. Um, so that was how basically the whole trip went as long as I was driving, and we went to go pick up my mom at some point, and we for the first time in a long time that I can remember we didn't go all the way usually we go all the way through the night and we get to the beach right and whatever but this time we stopped at a hotel we're like we're gonna stop at a hotel we're gonna feel refreshed everything is gonna be great we roll into this hotel dumpster okay doesn't look like the photos of the brochures and and uh we're a little bit upset about it but the hotel's already paid for okay we're staying here really crappy place okay whatever it's loud noises people bed bugs so everyone's kind of frugged out right it's very fruity and spooky um and uh, we, we share beds, mom and dad in bed, and I just lay on a bed because I'm playing freaking Super Mario, and my brother lays right next to me. He passes out, boom, he lays on top of the blanket. I'm like, oh, God. okay, well, I didn't know I was going to have to deal with this yet. My other brother has to sleep on the floor just because there's no more spots. I'm like, hey, dude, I'll trade with you because this guy's got the blankets. But anyways, um, the hotel was nice, but, you know, it wasn't, and everyone just kind of falls asleep except for me because this guy's on the blanket. So I'm constantly trying to like pull a little bit of the blanket and he keeps coming with me. Okay, he keeps coming a little bit close. And so I, I have to start moving now towards the edge of the bed. I'm like this. And then I, I'm like rolling over to grab something. I'm like, oh, he's right here. And then I'll try to roll back. And now he's like right there. I'm like, oh, what the freak? So he keeps, he's like intruding on my side. He just keeps creeping over in his deep sleep, rolling over. So I realized that I only have one shot at this, right? I have to freaking magician blanket this thing so i get up middle of the night everyone's still sleeping i grab all of these blankets i'm like okay it's one smooth like a tablecloth just magic and i go nothing happens except i pull him completely onto my side the blanket gets wrapped around him further and i'm like oh i'm screwed okay he's now he's, he's taking up the whole bed he's like pulled onto my side but he didn't just like move his body over i couldn't shift in his body he went from like this like his body just spread out somehow he grew wider in the span of this sheet okay i'm not a magician and he got the whole bed the whole bed um so i was like trying to wake up my brother was on the floor I was like dude dude you want chain spots okay i could i could blanket i want to be on the floor it's fine um so everyone's sleeping everyone's having a good time and i'm like i i i, I can't sleep now i can't sleep like this um so I pull out the switch and I start playing Super Mario again. And, and I had this little moment, like I, I talk about before, like when I'm, I'm just in the middle of the night and I realize that I can't sleep and I start to get frustrated, I start laughing. So I'm sitting there in the middle of the night. I'm just playing Mario. <laughs> this is this little ding, ding, 
thing. Everyone's just snoozing behind me. Like, we're, we're going to need to get some rest because we have a big day ahead of us. We just had a big day. And I'm like, nah, I'm just going to sit here and, and play my Mario in this freaking spooky hotel. And, and that was funny for me. So I start laughing and, uh, and I wake my, <laughs> I wake my brother up because I think it's just silly. I just, I, I find the humor or whatever. It's, it's a, it was just a fun little pocket of the universe. And uh, I'm like, you know what? Okay, I should probably try to go to sleep now. It's like 5 or 6 a.m. Even though I've been trying, put it back down. And I begin to close my eyes and you're like, what the, who's, who's, who's here at 5 a.m., right? And I hear someone talking. Like, oh, come on, let me in. <laughs> and I realize that somebody has got the wrong door. Come on, man, I'm not playing. Just let me in. So now I'm sitting here and listening to this guy. He keeps knocking. And I'm not going to get up because I don't want to, you know, I don't know who's out there and whatever in the family. And it could be anybody. Um, so I have to just keep listening to this guy. Keep on knocking the door. I'm like, dude, this is ridiculous. I'm trying to get here. It's the middle of the night. Let me in the door. And he's, this guy's just, he's like drunk. There's some more people out there. And he's got the wrong door. And I, I'm just like laughing because like this is so funny. Like what a little, like what is happening right now? Everyone's sleeping. Joey's in my spot. I'm, I'm whatever. And then he freaking boom, boom, boom. Everybody shoots up. And I'm just sitting there laughing. I was like, wait, what, what? And um, yeah, so apparently there was a big drunk party. My dad goes out there because, you know, he's fired up. He's ready to fight. Um, and they just disappeared. They were gone. Nobody, we never saw them again. Um, but yeah, they were loud. And that was the whole trip down. I didn't realize I was going to stretch that story that long. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it was just a crazy little whole adventure and that, that hotel was so interesting and I'm sure that photo of the, my bathrooms was in that little time lapse. So, you know, you get a little taste of that. It was fun. You know, I didn't sleep well. I didn't sleep at all really. And it's funny because the whole concept of the hotel is we're going to get a fresh rest. Okay. Cause we're always so exhausted. Let's sleep somewhere. Nobody really got any sleep. Everybody woke up more tired than they were before. And at least I had beaten more, uh, levels in super Mario. So that was handy guys. That was handy. Um, what else had been going on? Nothing much on the way down. So eventually, right. We make it all the way to the beach right and we get there a little bit early so we're still locked out of the beach house to get in and everyone's like you know what let's just head down to the sand we're at the beach let's go enjoy it a little bit so we grab some of our gear out of the van and they all head down and i'm out here i'm like sitting on my surfboard still and getting in my swim trunks and then i remembered right the five shadowing that i didn't have any sandals okay i thought no problem no big deal yeah of course the sand's gonna be warm yeah of course the ground's a little hot right I, I'm holding the surfboard. I take a step. I hear burning like my foot hits the top of the stove, sizzling like a burger. I'm like, huh? And now I, I'm now I'm out here. I'm in the lava, so I got to keep running. I see my family all the way down by the ocean. They have their feet in the water probably because the same thing happened even though they already had shoes. And I'm sprinting. And I hit the sand, and somehow it's even hotter than the concrete I had just crossed. I look like I've been running from a freaking army like I'm in, in Pirates of the Caribbean. You know, I'm running as far as I freaking can. I hear my feet sizzling. I could smell the burnt flesh, and I'm going as fast as I can. It's the hottest thing I'd ever experienced. I'd been on the beach before barefoot, but this was this was new. This was the thing that was going to be like, yeah, global warming's a problem, okay? Because I had never experienced heat like this, dude. If if freaking Cheetos wants to make a new flavor, like, oh, flaming hot extra nitro, whatever, make freaking concrete, flaming hot concrete, flaming hot coastal sand because it's so hot. Dude. And my feet were immediately burnt. 
for the rest of the week charred. There was ash, and it was just like it looked like I'd just been dancing on the grill. I was like, yeah, I want to learn how to moonwalk, but just only on the stove. Um, so yeah, I got cooked to a crisp. I could barely walk in the ocean, in the water. And I was like, ah, ha, 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 ha. You know when water starts hurting you, you know it's a problem, okay? When the very cooling effect is like, no, this is no good. We, we can't work with this. You know, I would put some aloe. I was like, oh, 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 oh. There was no chance for me, guys. There was no chance. So, you know, immediately I took an L straight out of the gate. And the whole trip down, you know, you try to you try to prepare for the beach, right? You try to you try to think about these things. Like in my bed here at home, I'm like eating some toast and getting crumbs all over myself because I want to prepare for the sand that's gonna be there. I want to have all that that toasty bread shrapnel just everywhere so I can get accustomed to it, right? You try to prepare for the beach, um, but nothing can prepare you for that, right? I took an L straight out of the gate. Two seconds in, I'm charred, burnt to a crisp, and. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was it was a rough start, dude. And the the next day, I'm like, you know what? Fresh day, fresh time. Okay, I'm gonna grab my surfboard. I'm gonna get out there early. I'm gonna go get some surfing done. Feet still hurt. I'm gonna wrap them up. I'm gonna get there. And I also went very early because I was so afraid of the freaking hot sand. I was like, the sun's not even out yet. Let's ride. Just so happens that my day of surfing is red flag day. They hoisted that thing up. Okay, because like the weather's bad, these storms are roaring, the waves are destroying, and I'm like, well, what does that mean? Okay, I'm gonna go out there and get some surf undone. I go out there and I get slammed, dude. I get freaking, I'm getting rocked and crushed. I'll, I'll cut to some footage if we have it. getting absolutely destroyed man okay day two right day one burnt to a crisp day two mother nature kicks my tail okay they're like man your feet weren't bad enough let's break the rest of your body so it was definitely a uh a trying experience if you will um so i was i was taking some l's and i went back home right to refresh for the next day and in the house for whatever reason they have bunk beds i don't i don't know right it's it wasn't like a child's beach house but the room that we had there were bunk beds and I had chosen the top bunk because I'm the most spry individual that we have here but um I get up there and I'm resting me out of my hard day I'm just I need I need to heal up right I've been I've been burnt from top to bottom literally um and I wake up in the morning I'm refreshed I'm like you know what here we go this is it we're gonna take the world back we're taking some L's we're gonna get out there and we're gonna conquer and uh and I look down like, I don't know, I'm going to climb off this bunk bed because the ceiling's so close. This ladder is like so freaking vertical. And I, I wait a little bit because I want to I want to wake up properly before I try and get this. Um, and I still managed to fall off the bunk bed. And th th dude, you're never awake enough. You're never awake enough to climb off a bunk bed. That's a fact, dude. You're like, okay, it's been 45 minutes. I think, you know, my cognitive ability should be prepared to take on this little this little trail this little hike we have here and i still fell and that was that was the final straw it's like oh man oh i can't believe this is happening two three days in just calm yourself just breathe man just breathe let me look at all my dude there's so, i got uh, trust me i took some l's okay the fact that i keep looking over here to remember all these things is the problem and uh and i thought that was going to be my final point but somehow some way i retained my pride i don't know how don't ask um, and I kept that resilience, my persistence, but I was like, you know what? This is it. We've taken some hours, but we're going back out there. So I grabbed my surfboard still early morning. I see the red flags in the sky and I'm trying to remain cautious, right? Cause I know I just got smacked. Um, so I go out there 
waves are still roaring, and I think, you know what, what better way to turn my luck around, to turn my mood, my enhancing? Um, that's not true. I actually wasn't feeling that bad. Something about being at the beach, I wasn't aware of all the L's I was taking until I got back home. So in this moment, I was like, you know what, let's, let's get back out there. But I wasn't, really wasn't aware of how much damage was really being done in the moment. I was just like, yeah, that's a little unfortunate. Let's get back out there. Um, and I did. I went out there and... And I felt like a good surfing session was just what I needed. And I uh, hit a couple waves or two. And immediately, dude, immediately, Mother Nature was like, no. Oh, <laughs> we have other plans. And I'd seen some things kind of popping out of the water. I was like, I, I don't want to go too deep tonight, especially because the tide's so freaking strong right now with the red flag. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to surf in the more shallow water. You know, water's come to like right here or so. And I'm doing some surfing. Now, the problem with surfing the shallow water is you're thinking, hey, it's safer, it's nicer, except for when you, the wave picks up, there's not a depth of water for this wave to crash into, okay? So when I'm crashing, this wave's going, it picks up all the water, and this is hard ground. Bang, dude. Um, so I'm getting slammed because these waves, it's freaking Hawaiian roaring waters, right? Hawaiian punch. And uh, this is a freaking punch. Um, so I'm getting beat up and beat up and beat up. And there happened to be just this one time, right? where it crashes me. I go upside down. I'm trying to find where up is somehow, and I'm like just face down in the sand, so it doesn't even make any sense. I'm like, which way is up? I'm like, oh, is that broken glass? Shell, seashells? Um, <laughs> and uh, I get up like, oh my gosh. And I have a video for you too, so I, I, I get up. I'm just trying to catch my breath, and immediately another wave comes on top of me, and it smacks me in the back of the head so hard, dude, that my bell rung like the little that's what it felt like and I crashed I felt like things just went black for a minute I'm, I'm trying to like get up and I'm dizzy I feel like I gotta throw up and I'm starting to feel it now that I'm just mentioning it again but I'll play the video for you now And if you watch in the video, not only does the wave hit, because when it, when it hit, I'm like, dang, that is some strong water. But the surfboard is actually picked up into the wave and smacks me in the back of the head. And I got, dang, dude, I got actually clapped. I got freaking slam wambled, dude. The ocean waved goodbye. Um, yeah, so I got destroyed and, and I stayed in the water because I was like, I'm not, I'm not getting out until I get a good wave. And I did, dude. I got, I got some pretty good waves and I was like just completely out of it. Space now. The ocean starts going like this. I'm like, oh my, this is, the ocean's already kind of topsy-turvy. I'm like, keep paddling. And I got some good waves because I was resilient and I wanted to get that W. But I get back, I get back in. I'm like, okay, you know, we're getting, we're, we're. You know, by the end of this beach, I'm going to be wrapped in freaking bandages. So I take a break. I just need I just need to breathe. My head is pounding, okay? And it doesn't stop pounding for the next three or four days. All the medicine in the world can't help me. They're like, hey, you probably got a concussion. I'm like, what? How? How? I was, I was, I was surfing, right? Like, I can't name all the letters and all the numbers. And people ask me questions. Probably couldn't remember my birthday. I'm like, I can't remember that Alaska is the capital of Juneau. Um, and I was just kind of all over the place. So... I'm just resting, right? We're just resting at the beach. We're taking L's. But again, I wasn't even aware that I was taking L's. It wasn't until I was writing all these down, really, truly, that I was like, I, got, I lost, okay? It is, if, there, if there was a win and loss at the beach, I took all the L's you can. Um, so anyway, <laughs> I'm sitting there trying to just really 
bring myself back together. I'm like, we're just going to rest. And my brother's like, hey, you want to go to the Dollar Tree? I'm like, no, not really. It's 20 minutes away. But he's like, the Dollar Tree? I'm like, oh, you know, I do love some good cheap snacks. So I get talked into it, and I drive us down to the Dollar Tree. And we get some sweet snacks. Dude, I get two things. And uh, while we're down there, I'm like, dang, the cops are out like crazy every single turn. Someone's getting pulled over. Someone's waiting. I'm like, dude. I'm not fooling around here, okay? I'm 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 seat belted up. I'm driving exactly the speed limit. And uh yeah, so I was I was pretty nervous about that. But we make it to Dollar Tree pretty safely. It's it's twenty minutes away or so. Um and I yeah, we we get our things, nothing special happens at Dollar Tree, but then we leave, dude. as we're leaving, my phone is not really like plugging in. I'm trying to grab all the cords because this is my dad's setup or whatever. I'm like, why isn't it charging? Because my phone's about to die. I need to know how to get back home, because it's a foreign land. Um, so I drive probably three to four minutes and I, I had been fiddling with this thing. I forgot to put my seatbelt back on. Okay. Now forewarning, I buckle my seatbelt 99.9% of the time. All right. This is a very rare occurrence. However, in North Carolina, it is a primary offense or whatever, something that they can pull you over for in Ohio. That's not the case. So I was not aware of this. Um, not that it would matter. I was still wanted to buckle my seatbelt regardless because that's what I've been trained to do. But I'm, I, I forgot somehow. So we're driving back home. It's been a couple minutes. I got my phone to work. I'm, I just, just forgot about it. Um, and immediately I see a cop screaming. And it's a one lane freaking road. He's swerving in. He's swerving around people trying to catch up. I'm like, oh gosh, he must be after somebody. I'm going to get out of his way because I'm a very courteous and nice gentleman. I pull up. I'll let him go because I respect the police. Uh, is he behind me? Are you? What? What? Oh, no. And I freaking try to buckle my thing as stealthy as I can because I'm like, oh, crap. How did I forget to freaking buckle my seatbelt? And uh, freaking he rolls up. Pretty friendly looking face, okay? I'm thinking, okay, this guy's going to understand because it had just been a few minutes, right? I, I had forgotten in the, in the jumbling and jangling of this thing. And he rolls up. He's like, hey, you know, uh, I pulled you over because you weren't wearing your seatbelt. Why is that? You know, I see that you have it on now, but you didn't have it a second ago. And also, how did he spot that? As I'm cruising, it's like he was like, oh, there's someone not strapped in perfectly into the car. You know, it's like, what the freaking heck? So he pulled me over and I'm like, you know what? He seems nice enough. I'm just going to explain the circumstances. And I'm like, hey, I'm so sorry. I had just done this thing and I was, I was whatever. And it just been a couple months. I just pulled out of somewhere. It was my bad. I'm sorry, sir. Um, and he's like, okay, well, where'd you just turn out? I was like the Dollar Tree is about, you know, four minutes back or something. He's like, well, <laughs> that was a little bit more than just pulled out now, isn't it? I'm like, okay, douche canoe. All right. I'm just trying to illustrate my points. It was a simple accident. Check my records. I got no warnings, no nothing. I'm a perfect score. I was going perfectly to the speed limit because I'm aware, right? I don't make anybody sick. I'm the Tempur-Pedic. So anyways, after bragging about my driving and everything, um, he's kind of doing his whole thing. And I'm like, I, I can't believe this is happening. I don't think he's going to give me a ticket, right? He's got a, he's got a, he was kind of like pretty edgy or whatever, but he had a friendly face. I'm like, you know, this is going to go well because I explained my case. You know, I was very honest about it. Um, and he comes back with a $180 ticket, dude. <laughs> he gives me a $180 ticket. Even my brother's like, hey, he's not going to give you a ticket. There's no way, no chance, okay? Because you explained the thing you had just pulled out. It was an accident. You got no warning, clean driver record, etc. He gives me the freaking $180 ticket. And the sickest part of that is, is right before I got pulled over in my head, I was like, you know what? 
uh, I think I've got some good content to talk about on the podcast. I've been taking uh, I've been taking a few else. Some interesting things have happened, but you know what? We're good for now. I think I'm all set for unfortunate circumstances, and the Lord's like, how about one more? And, he, and I get sent this freaking guy. He comes down, and dude, listen, I'm all for following the rules, okay? And I wear the seatbelt, but this has put a freaking plague in my mind where I got to think, why is it illegal for me to not strap myself in. Look, I'm not trying to promote any danger or dangerous behavior for yourself, but you should be allowed to do what you feel like with your own body and your own soul, right? It's my body, my belt, okay? I don't like it, um, and no one's in danger, right? Your, your freaking airbag still goes off when we get into an accident. Why is it that I have to buckle? I get it. I still, I'm still going to buckle. I'm going to keep buckling, but why should I have to pay $200 if I forget for two minutes, okay? Two, four, whatever it is. Um, I do it all the time, and the one chance I do, smacked with it. But it's just got me thinking, why? In what world does that make sense? Like, hey, you know what? We're, what's about the motorcyclist, okay? The highest propensity, dictionary check, to get thrown off their vehicle, seatbelt? not existent. If you go to freaking ride a boat out in the seas, do they make you wear a life jacket? No. Is it illegal? No, dude. If you want to go surf in the freaking water in the red flag weather and get a concussion, is it illegal? No, dude. But God forbid I forget to click this thing for just a couple minutes and so like, oh, maybe I get a little whiplash or whatever. Like, I, I don't understand what the reasoning could be for the, the illegalness. I get I get promoting it and saying, hey, you should buckle. You need to buckle. It's important for your safety, right? We say, hey, no smoking. Don't do this. Don't do drugs, right? We, we're promoting, you know, safe behavior. But why is it illegal for my own thing? It's like if you want to go smoke in the safety of your own freaking home in space and you're not polluting or hurting anybody you're like i just i just gotta smoke i'm like hey you know what i don't like that because you're dangering yourself that's 200 dollars for you bucko that's not fair that makes no sense like i i i need to know like why 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 is it illegal why why it doesn't make any sense you know what we're taking it to google okay all right here we go top result one of the biggest arguments people have against seatbelt laws is that if you don't buckle up you're not hurting anybody else just yourself, and you should have the right to risk whatever you want with your own body, right? Not true. Okay, I'm already, I'm already off the boat. You should not be allowed to risk your. Yeah, I should, dude. Okay, if I want to practice and become a freaking chef, and I'm holding knives, I should not have to practice with rubber knives in the safety of my home. Say, hey, if you cut yourself, that's two hundred dollars. Right, anyways, I'm thinking about this a lot. I've been thinking about it. I just, I, I can't wrap my mind. My freaking listen. If you give me a good argument, I haven't read the rest of this. If this guy gives me a great argument and, and solves it and I say, you know what, that's a good point. It should be illegal to not wear your seatbelt. I'll say, you know what, fine, I'm wrong. Sergeant D. Weathers at the Pine Knoll Police Department, you were right. I shouldn't have done it. I should have buckled for those four minutes. I should have remembered. And I, you know what, I probably shouldn't have even said your name. But you know what, if I ever get into an accident, again, I'm not wearing my seatbelt and, and something happens, I want to have this document so I can say, you know what, you were right. You told me so, okay? Um, so, you know what, if anybody somehow sees this and they want to just send you a bunch of pizzas and they're trying to send you things from Baskin Robbins, things to make you pay for them, I have nothing to do with that. Uh, <laughs> but anyways. Oh, fast forward. 
Okay. Um, didn't really get much. I read for like the last 10, 15 minutes here because I actually was passionate about it. I wanted some very quality answers. Um, the biggest one someone tried to give was that, you know, if you're dislodged from your vehicle or over to the side, you might have complete control over your vehicle in the first place rather than wearing a seatbelt. Hey, newsflash. If I get into an accident, I'm not going, oh, frig. I'm just going to parallel park, okay? No matter what happens, your whole world stops. Right. Like when I get hit in the back of the head with the car, I'm like, oh, OK, freeze. Right. So whatever happens after that, whether I'm in the lawn, two houses down or sitting strapped right here, I'm like this. What just happened? Right. Nothing. There's nothing more to it. So I didn't really count that as a valid reason. And the other one people love to drill behind is. Some guy was like, well, you know, you could be dislodged and shot through your windshield. I'm like, okay, I get it. I'm very aware of the danger. I'm not saying it's good. I'm saying, but that's not, on, like, I'm not going to shoot through my windshield out through two other cars and hit you in the face. You're like, ah, oh, flying body. And he's like, yeah, it's basically like staying from right there and get shot through your windshield. It's like being shot out of a cannon. You could be landed wherever in the world. I was like, okay, well, people are, it's not even illegal to shoot yourself out of a cannon. Okay. So why, why, why does it make any sense to me? It's like, well, it's not fair to have some people could be traumatized. They see a dead body. Like, well, yeah, people do a lot of stupid things. People skydive. Imagine someone skydiving. Parachute doesn't open. They land flat. Yeah. Traumatizing. I'm not saying it's great, but is it illegal to skydive? No. Okay. I'm making fair points. I'm making valid arguments. I don't want it. I don't think it should be illegal. I'm going to continue wearing it again. So I know this is kind of a tricky um, <laughs> argument point because I'm not going to be partaking in my argument, but I uh, I don't think it should be illegal. And I had to pay 180 bucks for it. And I had a concussion too, okay? So four, yeah, it's been a four minutes. I, I'm in the back of my head. I, I probably should have been driving, but I didn't know I had a concussion at the time. Um, so yeah, I was just, I was all destroyed. And he's like, yeah, you shouldn't be doing it for freaking four minutes. You should have been pulled over. Well, time flies when you're having fun, okay? So anyways, um, I got burnt with that. And I had to pay 180 bucks. Actually, you know what's even dumber than that? Is that I, well, I did pay the ticket. The guy was like, well, you know, I probably shouldn't be giving you legal advice, but, uh, you know, you're on vacation. You don't have to come all the way back down here and, you know, take it to court or whatever, you know, because I don't have a photo of you without the seatbelt on. Um, but, you know, uh, I would just probably pay it right now and do it. And, and the way he was kind of phrasing it, I don't, I don't think that police make like commission off the tickets they write or some sort of reward off the tickets. But, you know, sometimes when you phrase it like that, I was like, are you making money off this? But either way, he was right. I wasn't going to come back down here. And I, so now, I effectively, I had made this guy not only my arresting officer, but my attorney. I said, okay, fine. I'm going to pay it. Freaking got home, went and paid it. And not only was a $180 fine, but I had to pay a fee for paying it online. It's like, well, if you're not going to freaking pay it up front or go to a freaking station or whatever. I was like, I'm just, I'm, I'm giving you the money. Why is this, this tax? I'm paying a, a freaking a surplus charge for paying the ticket immediately as fast as possible. Yeah, actually, it's going to be an extra $8 processing. Processing what? Okay, me giving you paper and cash and you got to do all this? I Whatever. Um, so, yeah, I took another L out there, man. And uh, it was good, dude. It was good, man. <laughs> So that was the fourth day or whatever, right? I uh, I go to the next day. We're rolling through it, man. I'm just taking hit after hit after hit. I paid the money. I'm down a little bit, but you know it's fine. Immediately, my brother comes in. And he's like, "Hey, do you uh, do you recognize any um, certain? I forget the name of it. It's this electrical company, Impulse or something." And I'm like, "No, not really." 
huh? And he's like, yeah, back in, I, I, I remember it because my memory is so sharp. And he's like, yeah, back in 2019, there was a thing in Giant Eagle that you would have signed up at like a small little food app, but it actually was an undercover charge. They were going to be signing you up for a new electrical company. And I remembered it, dude. I remember, I think I talked about it on my old podcast. Some lady approached me in the snack section. She's like, hey, we'll pay for all your groceries if you just want to sign up for this app real quick. Are, do you, are you allowed to uh, control the electrical department at your home? I was like, no. I can't. She's like, well, do you own a home in any way? I was like, no, I don't. She's like, well, who does? Like, my parents. She's like, well, do, would they like it? I was like, no. It's like, well, do you want to call them and check? I was like, no. And they're like, well, we could probably still pay it anyway if you just give me your email. I'm like, oh, okay. You're going to pay for freaking $13 of Oreos. Let's do it. So anyways, I signed up for this little app with an email. And uh, I immediately cancel it because I'm like, well, I got my $13. Um, deleted the app. Thought nothing of it anymore. And three years later, apparently they had been charging us more and more and more. And we lost about three grand. And everyone like turns to me, Tristan, what did you do? I'm like, ha, huh? I only bought Oreos three years ago in 2019. I didn't know. Okay. I've got a concussion. I just lost money to Sergeant D. Weathers. Um, so anyways, I'm looking foolish left and right and falling off the bunk beds and taking L's, man. It's just a lot of L's at the beach. Again, though. Didn't even realize it while I was there. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm taking some hits, but <laughs> I'm at the beach. Um, but anyways, yeah, so I, I lost us a lot of money, and I was feeling a little bad about that, but it just was what it was, I guess. And so very unfortunate, very unfortunate times at the beach, man. I was, you know, things, now looking back at it, there was a ton of bad freaking rolls. I was not getting a good roll of the dice. But we're doing fine. We're doing good. And the the real straw that was kind of breaking my back that I was thinking about, you know, I didn't I didn't really think about the ticket too much. I left that behind, right? Didn't really think about the three grand too much. I left that behind. But I was carrying all of our beach equipment, right? We had around 14 chairs. We had so many chairs. Now, notice my vocabulary, right? I said around around 14 chairs that means i don't know for sure because i lost count dude i don't know why we had 14 chairs we had six people there okay everyone could get more than two chairs um so i'm constantly like we're lugging all these things every single day and someone's doing it i didn't have to do it most of the time but the one day I, like i was just really lugging, like oh my gosh um so it was just kind of a really frustrating thing i was like dude yeah this is this is no good and I, I felt that. I felt that pain and that frustration. Immediately, my phone blinked up. Hey, Tristan Sartoris is your agency. Uh, we actually booked you for that commercial gig. And immediately, everything turned. The sun got lighter. They took down the red flag. It's like the police department, could have, Sergeant D. Weathers could have showed up and said, you know what? Ripped it up right in front of my face. The electrical company said, here's your three grand back. Like, everything washed away, and I was a star. I put the sunglasses back on, and I was feeling good, guys. I was feeling good. I was hitting better waves. My headache went away for a few minutes. Um, and it was it was just a good time, dude. It was a good time. Things were going well. It's immediately it's just one little thing. It was a Pick me up, put me back in the zone. Things were rolling. People were watching my new um, audition video. People were saying, hey, congratulations, Tristan. You're so amazing. You're so good. I decided to buy a MacBook because I've been drawing equipment because I just got this big influx of money that was going to be coming my way. I was going down through the store and someone saw my brown shirt like, hey, go browns. And I didn't really know what to think about that, honestly, because we have like a, you know, a probable sexual predator as our quarterback. And I was like, <laughs> should I say thank you or judge you? Um, but anyways, yeah, it was, it was a good thing 
and high fives galore. And it was a it was a beautiful time. And immediately, it's like your world just shifts, right? There's always a there's always a little pickle, but you find that one little bright spot, and you get there, and you hold on to that, man. You hold on to that. And I had forgotten about all of the negative things that had happened, dude. And I I'm rolling in W's, and I I'm, and then we come back home. I didn't even notice anything bad. I was like, wow, we're only taking W's, dude. Nothing bad happens to me. Everything works out for me, man. And then today, dude, as I'm writing out my notes for all this show, I'm thinking, oh, dang, a lot of crap did happen at the beach. Probably not the, the best of streak, but you know what? That's that's the finer things in life where you can just kind of let go in one little thing because we got that single W. We got that single little positive victory, that little light that gave us that uplifting breeze to win, dude. Wind meets sails. We were feeling good. Um, anyways. And so as I'm writing these things, I'm like, you know what? Thank God that I got this, this little W, this little win. <laughs> and uh, I get a message that comes through that says, actually, Tristan, we're not going to be needing you. Yeah, um, we're trying to do this certain thing and you just don't have the right look for it. And I can't go into details about what the commercial was, but let's just say that my hair didn't work with it. Okay, so... I've talked extensively about how my Italian jeans and, and they wanted a more flatter look. And I was like, hey, sorry, my hair doesn't do that. And they're like, yeah, well, well okay. And I didn't get it, dude. Um, so very unfortunate circumstances. They took away my only W. Um, but that just happens in life, dude. It just happens. And uh, so, yeah, I was counting up my all L's and I was like, yeah, I got this W. And they threw that one out. And, uh, and then immediately I'm like, oh, okay, you know what? guess we did take some L's. I'm looking at it pretty bad here, but you know what? I'm going to get back into my health, right? We just had some fun and I step onto the scale, found out I gained 13 pounds of fat from vacation. And who knew, dude, if you eat nothing but cosmic brownies and nutty buddies for 10 days straight, you put on weight. Um, so that was a little bit unfortunate. Um, and immediately after I was trying to work out and I dropped a 50 pound concrete weight onto my foot, started, felt like it broken. I'm not really walking on it too well. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of L's going on and you know what? That's okay, guys. Um, there's no bar, there's no moral of the story. I don't know how long this episode was. I don't mean for it to be like I'm just complaining. I thought that hopefully there was some they're humor because I'm not shaking up about these things, right? I'm trying to make it sound like maybe I was like, oh, broken, doing whatever. But uh, I'm actually feeling pretty good. My momentum is pretty strong, and I always, you know, as all the good things were coming, I was like, you know. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Right. And I'm still going to say that. Thank you, God. God is still good, dude, even in the bad things. Um, and I usually don't talk about God a lot on this podcast because I don't think he's funny. Not that I don't think he's funny. Like, I don't think I'm not saying God doesn't have a sense of humor. I'm, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, the, I'm sure Jesus was doing stand up or something at the local, you know, um, pub or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> well, what's the deal with Mandels? What's the deal with Jerusalem? Um, <laughs> no, I just, you know, it is what it is. And I, you know, it's not it's supposed to be humor, but. You know, I was, I was very, uh, you know, thank you, God. And I'm still saying that today. You know, God is still good, dude. And I, I, I think it's uh, important to find the silver linings. Now this is becoming inspirational. Didn't mean for it, but now I felt like I was complaining that I have to twist it back and be like, hey, things are okay for me. Because they are, dude. Um, and there's always a silver lining, dude. I, like I said, I can find a freaking silver streak in a rainbow full of clover. clover. Yeah, color. Color, it's mine, dude. I'll find silver in it. Um, and they, uh, you know what they say? There's two sides to every coin. Don't know what that means, but there is. And that's the truth, dude. I, I took some L's and 
you know what? Sure, I put on 13 pounds of fat, but that just means I got a jump start on my winter weight, okay? Sure, I got a concussion in the back of my head, but now I just feel like I have a magic conch shell in my ear so I can constantly hear the ocean. How beautiful is that, man? Um, and yeah, I got fired, but that just opens up more me time, okay? So no problem there. And uh, yeah, dropping the weight on my foot, that one's hard to twist. Um, you know, it just gives me more... Um, empathy for people who might not be as fortunate appendage wise, right? Like I'm walking with a little bit of a limp. I can understand some people a little bit better now. So really all in all, dude, at the end of the day, when you take some L's, you keep pressing forward, guys. Um, that's all I have to talk about. I, I was hoping that this was going to be a little bit um, funnier, but it, it felt like it took a sad turn in a way because <laughs> I was just talking so much about um, how many losses I took. And I, I didn't really think about as I was going to go through the show that there were no wins to celebrate with you guys. Um, so I don't want it to feel sad and I don't want you to feel sad. I hope, I hope the podcast was funny. It was only supposed to be joyful because I'm not sad. I'm actually feeling really great. Um, but yeah, that has been a full circus and I'm, I'm glad that I can finally take all this stuff off and get rid of the little beach attire because I'm ready to get into fall mode guys. And this has been the whole episode of the beach podcast. Um, I just realized it is super late and I have to edit all this and I have to find those ocean clips if they're even there. But anyways, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. And if you're going through some hard times, just remember that you don't even need a win to feel better. That's the message. There we go, guys. Listen, I was so focused on taking all these L's that I was clinging onto my one single solitary W that I could roll and coast through. I was like, yo, I only need one win to get through this. But that's not even true, guys. You don't even need a win. You just take that and you keep going. Because what's more important than going? Nothing. Um, I mean, you guys take you gotta take some time to stop and process and I will say that's very handy, you know, when there were some trying things and, and I, I, I do get upset about them things and I, I look at myself in the mirror and we kind of just talk things out, me and me, and, and nobody understands me like me. Tristan gets me and where he's like, you know what, it's going to be okay, right? This 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 commercial or whatever, you know, they don't need you for the next one, but, you know, it, it is what it is. And you're, the only big things are coming to get you got the talent, you're great, you're amazing, and you know what, you're limpid. It sucks, but at least you're not going to have to help anybody move coming because you're like, you know, I, I'm hurt. I'm injured. Um, so you know what? It's uh, it's important to understand and, and find, you know, you don't need a win, guys. You don't need a win. Just keep being you, guys, because you don't need success. Everyone's so focused on success. I'm just going to keep on going motivational. You don't need success. Everyone's so focused on achieving the next big thing, but you don't need to do that. Just be you. You're good enough. Thanks, guys. I don't know what this podcast became, but um, happy fall. <laughs>